Hey y'all, it's Flowers. Thank you for downloading this episode called Decisiveness. This is a piece that I wrote for an online community called living52words.com. I was very honored to be asked to write a blog for them. So I am going to start and hopefully do more of their weekly blog writing. And what living52words.com is a community that provides a weekly email. 52 words delivered to your email each week, all year. You can also go to the website and read a blog. So my blog about decisiveness will start tomorrow, the 1st of March. Again, it's a leap of faith. It's something that's new to me. This is my first one for them. And I'm super excited and hopeful that there will be more opportunities to connect with them. So I encourage you to go check out the website, living52words.com, and you'll find this blog there starting March the 1st. Thank you very much again for downloading this episode. Have a wonderful day. And jump. Overcoming indecision. It's a shortcut, they said. Okay, Anne replied. She decided to follow her new pals towards the local playground. It was a sunny day and her team had just won the first game of tag in her neighbor's front yard, so off they went. She rounded the corner and into the backyard, through the woods and down the path following a dozen chatty kids. The pace picked up and everyone was running. Anne was not as fast as the boys and a little faster than the other girls. She rounded the big oak tree, then towards the creek and jumped high enough not to splash her yellow dress. Then a quick climb up a slight hill toward the ridge and there was the playground. As she turned, she noticed a few kids cutting around the creek towards a small makeshift bridge. It was a quick glance, then a short jog to the softball field for another game of tag. Her team won three in a row. Until that day, all the new kids fell for that trick. Typically, they would run down towards the creek at the widest part. Only the kids that could actually make the leap went first, leaving just enough space for the new kid to see where to go. Some would get scared and fall down into the mud, and others would not even try. Anne broke the cycle. There was zero hesitation when she took her leap. No fear at all. She had just enough experience, information, and confidence in herself to trust her ability to keep that dress dry. Anne was going to have fun with her new friends, but her priority was to keep her yellow dress as clean as possible. She didn't have much time to worry about anything else. As children, we're drastically less impacted by the stresses of adulting, and as adults, we're forced to multitask our decisions. We're managing our bank accounts during the last few days in our credit card billing cycle on our smartphones while deciding which organic, gluten-free, vegan oat milk to buy at the grocery store today. When we're young, we only have a certain amount of hard drive space to fill, so to speak. We have parents, teachers, and extended families mixed with homework, hobbies, and holidays. For the most part, our lives are planned for us. Anne had a limited amount of information to prioritize that afternoon. Number one, be home at 4.30 p.m. Number two, 
homework before dinner. And number three, keep the dress clean. In Malcolm Gladwell's second book, Blink, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking, the author describes the main subject of his book as thin slicing, our ability to use limited information from a very narrow period of experience to come to a conclusion. This idea suggests that spontaneous decisions are often as good as, or even better than, carefully planned and considered ones. There was not enough time for Anne to carefully consider a plan to leap over the widest part of the creek. Her plan was simply to keep the dress clean and to fit in with her new friends. Let's weave the Pareto Principle into this story. Why not? The Pareto Principle, also known as the 80-20 rule, the law of a vital few, or the principal factor of sparsity, states that for many events, roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. Perhaps then, most of our choices, or causes, are based on limited information. And the outcomes, or effects, of our choices are what we have to deal with as humans every day. If we're constantly making a majority of our decisions with limited intelligence, then shouldn't we expect to learn a lot of lessons along the way? Oftentimes, we can get caught in reflection of those outcomes and attach fear-based emotions to our past decisions or circumstances. This limits our ability to be decisive and make choices in the future and can lead us to inaction, the inability to make a choice. Research into the psychology of indecision shows invariably negative effects with indecisiveness limiting our success in everything from our careers to romantic relationships. Additionally, Indecision psychology indicates that there are diverse causes, so what causes indecisiveness in you may not be the same thing that triggers it in someone else. Your triggers might be trying to please people, thinking that if you let others get their way, they'll like you. If you get into the habit of letting everyone else go first when it comes to making a decision, you could lose your ability to make choices on your own. And after a landslide of bad choices leaves you disappointed, you could lose faith in your own judgment and trust yourself less and less. Modern society also presents plenty of options. When you want to decide where to go for dinner, when to book a flight, or what hat to buy, you're bombarded with potential outcomes. Being decisive is scary. The most common reason for being indecisive is fear of failure. Making decisions means that you might be wrong and no one likes to live with being wrong. Being decisive can be intimidating, but remember that not making a decision is also making a decision. Inaction is often more damaging, so you actually increase your chances of failing by not deciding. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Being decisive means that you could hurt someone's feelings. Often, making a decision means choosing one person's idea over another's. We want to be liked. And so we tend to be afraid that deciding against someone will ruin that relationship. Remember that not making a decision is also a decision. By not aligning with the best idea, you're essentially saying that both ideas are bad and could lead to frustration from everyone. That being said, decisiveness might lead to some people getting upset. That's life. Being proactive with a decision, you can control how it's communicated. And most of us will respect you for that down the road. Being decisive means deciding without all the information. We're always being asked to make a decision with limited information, and there's always more intel we could get. This certainly causes delay, and at its most extreme, it becomes paralysis by analysis. 
if you want more information, be specific and ask yourself questions. What information do you need and how long will it take? Is it really worth your time and effort? All right, just for a minute, let's consider the other side. Is there such a thing as being too decisive? Well, research in social psychology and behavioral economics suggests that decisiveness is not an unequivocal good. Studies on mindset reveal that when contemplating an important decision, prematurely focusing on execution can exasperate decision-making biases and lead to excessive risk-taking. Personally, I'm guilty of this. I'm the type that will typically jump into the pool before properly testing the temperature of the water. While a decision-making bias may not result in bad decisions, real-world evidence suggests that a poor decision is often the byproduct of prematurely switching to an implemental mindset. Don't put the cart before the horse, they say. Well, for some of us, it's hard to do. And have you ever found yourself in a situation and wondered, how'd I get into this? There's a balance to everything. Walking the fine line of the decision-making process can prove challenging for everyone. We're all unique and fit into different places along the decisiveness scale. For me, I can get in all sorts of trouble by making quick decisions. This leads to situations that often require a fast solution so that I can begin micromanaging whatever next thing I've gotten into. It's a high-risk, high-reward protocol, and I've learned to accept that I may find myself dealing with consequences that I could have avoided by more planning. So be it. No matter what team you play for, making quick decisions versus making no decisions, there are an abundance of tools that help during the process. I use the following list to help me navigate life's more difficult decisions. These are my top seven things to be more decisive. Number one, conquer the fear. The hardest part is loving and trusting myself. Number two, stop analyzing everything. There's always more information. Number three, ask for advice. Confide in a mentor or a friend outside the situation. Number four, visualize the outcome. Meditate and play out the best results possible. Number five, start small. Prioritize tasks and begin with the ones that take less time. Number six, perfection is a myth. Do my best and manage expectations. And number seven, be proud because confidence is sexy. Finally, utilizing specific tools like prayer, meditation, and focused breathing to practice self-awareness can help calm the chaos of everyday life. The ability to tap into our parasympathetic nervous system during a hectic day is paramount on the journey towards inner peace. In Robin Sharma's new book, The 5AM Club, the author reveals his 20-20-20 formula, suggesting that we all start our day with 20 minutes of movement 20 minutes of reflection, and 20 minutes of learning. It's a fundamental belief that exercise, mindfulness, and educating ourselves can lead to a better choices and strengthen our ability to accept the outcomes. At the end of the day, there's always work that we can do to be better versions of ourselves. Not only to make good decisions, but also to be confident and happy with the results. After all, we're only human.